my name is Kat. And I'm Anna. And this is We, we Moved to Glasgow. Glasgow. We are back on the floor of my tiny Caledonian court uh, flat. I love being here. It's so great because uh, as many of, if you are from Glasgow, you might know that the city is on complete uh, lockdown because there are about like two centimeters of snow outside. Um, which uh, is what it was a bit of a surprise for me because I don't think I've ever had a snow day in my entire life. So this is actually my first snow day, but I don't have any classes. Yes. <laughs> well, I had classes that then got cancelled. I woke up to these messages, and the first reaction was my first reaction was to message my mom yeah. <laughs> and be like, for the first time in my life, I don't have school because of snow. I've wanted this for so long. <laughs> when I was younger, that was like the dream because I know in Germany they had it. So I was like, mm. why can't we have that? But Danes are just too stubborn. Yeah, but I also got really, really annoyed because I actually had two things where I needed to be at the university. First of all, <laughs> we were going to record this in the studio um, yeah. on campus as we usually do. And I also had another thing where I needed the journalism film equipment. But you know plans change now they've upgraded it to a blizzard so also today like tomorrow is also canceled at least for us i need to check that actually but yeah but to be fair like you also have what 10 meters between where you live and your university right as someone who has a, a good 20 minute walk when there's no snow i i don't mind not having to go to uni because it is a bit more than two centimeters i gotta say can I just argue the fact that you walked all the way here, which is yeah. a good, like, 30, 40 minute walk? <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. Like, I understand why they canceled, because not everyone lives this close. So I walk here because I know I get free coffee mm. and that wonderful, wonderful chat with you. Of course. But uh, right. I don't know if I would do it for learning about the history of TV. So speaking of the history of TV, so how's uh, how's uni at the moment? <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I still enjoy my courses very much. It's not a critique, but I think the current semester in film has been a bit dry, mm -hmm. and I'm very disappointed when I look at the curriculum on TV history and I see that there's no mention of Twin Peaks. Uh, I just what? feel like how can you do that? How is that even possible? It's sheep TV. That's what I thought, but um. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to bring that up in my seminar right. at some point. <laughs> like, also, Twin Peaks. <laughs> Very but, uh, relevant point. So, so. but you do, because you currently do sociology, film and television, and media. Digital media. Digital media. Oh, yes. So close. But, so, do you have to choose something new for next year? Um, or can you choose something new for next year? I can, yes. I can drop a subject and take a new one on. And when do you have to, to choose what you want to do? I can't remember actually. Okay, but not anytime soon. No, no. I, th I think they would have messaged us. But like last, like in the beginning of the school year, it was pretty, like it was sometime during summer. Because I think part of what is really exciting about now is that everyone has like sent off their UCAS applications. And like, mm, so yeah. we're slowly figuring out who is going to be here next year. People are deciding, like, also because I have a flatmate who just decided that he's not going to continue university next year because oh. he is already in third year, so he's going to get a bachelor, but he's not going to do the honors. Mm. Um, but it's like a non-specialized bachelor then, right? It's just... Yeah. So what do you get at Caledonian for that? Because, like, with us it would be, like, Bachelor of Arts or... Yeah, I guess it'd be Something the same. Okay. I, I don't know. I just know he's not coming back next year. So I'm so right. like... Figuring out who's going to be here, who's not. Also figuring out who's going to go abroad. Yeah, that's true. Because um, everyone just sent off their applications for that, at least uh, from Cali. No, I think you sent your application in second year, but you should start thinking about it now. So oh, I no, do but the second years, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All We're right. not applying now. I was like, hmm, that's early, but mm. no. 
yes, I also know. I think the second years at our like at Glasgow have gotten their replies now. So, Ooh. yeah. Um, but I also know that some friends of mine like, okay, we need to figure out now if we want to send an application next year. Yeah, because when my my mom visited this month for the first time, which was super lovely, it was really nice to sh- sort of like show her around. I was uh, very tired for the most part because, of course, I have to balance being in uni from nine to five and then spending evenings with her. But mm. on the Wednesday where I don't have uni, I got to spend all day with her. And one of the things we talked about was sort of like, what is up with this like whole like studying abroad? Is it something you want to do? When do you have to figure it out? Because, of course, there's mm. a whole like financial part of it. Yeah, it's really expensive, I've heard. It, depending on where you go, because if you go on of Erasmus, course. then you're fine. But also, I'm sort of already on Erasmus, I feel like. But also, like, the living costs was more what I was thinking. Yeah, I guess that also depends, depends on where you on, go. Yeah, depending on where you go. Um, But I kind of don't want to go to another place in Europe, because, funny enough, speaking of... <laughs> you are. <laughs> we moved to Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I actually, I love Europe. I mean, I would love to live somewhere else, but I would never be able to afford it. But also, um, I guess... If I had to move for anything, it would it would be for my master's or something. I think I'd love to go... If I had to stay in Europe, I'd love to go back to Berlin mm. for a semester. But unfortunately, because journalism is so specialized and it's so rigorous, like the course is so structured that we can't don't have any elective modules until fourth year. Everything uh-huh. else is like set in stone. So we can only do very specific... Um, universities for our degree like we can go to like two universities in Australia a couple in the states we can go to Canada and then like the only place in Europe we have is I think Barcelona and the only thing I took away from going to Berlin was that I will most likely not move back to a place or like most likely not go to a new place where I don't speak the language (laughs) like Germany's fine I feel like I'm sort of like caught on to like the German vibe but I'm not planning on going to France, Spain, <laughs> anything where I'm like completely lost with the language. I'd rather spend money on a gap year than at a uni year, I guess. But are we ever going to take another gap year? No. I'll most likely not. Well, or like between or bachelor and mas- master's. I don't know if I'm going to do a master's, so I don't know. That's true. I don't know if gap years are a thing for journalists or if it's a too like too fast paced. Maybe it's not like a gap year. Maybe it's an involuntarily you don't have a job. Maybe it's a, <laughs> a year of unemployment. It's a, and you're like, oh yeah, this is just my gap year. But that's what you call freelancing in the industries <laughs> that we go into. It's like, I don't have any projects right now, but I'm looking for projects. I was talking to a friend about that. Yeah, like how, uh, how you know, when you're like, maybe a bit younger you're mm. like oh freelancing sounds so much fun and stuff like that and you get older and you're like it sounds like hell i want nine to five i've never <laughs> thought that freelance freelancing sounded great really i think i was like mm, i don't know because i don't uh i don't know really because i think i just had this like a bit not romantic view of it but just you know then you could kind of do a different project and it would mm. seem more like dynamic i think that's why i chose but, journalism Mm. because you can do different projects but most likely you'll also do different projects within the same publication or something yeah, yeah that's true but also because I have family members who do freelancing and I know just like how hard it is to get a mm. job so also fun. it seems like there's just there's just a whole lot of paperwork that comes along with it and taxes are not really <laughs> my specialty <laughs> oh but you're gonna have to learn to do those anyways no my plan is to like also like this is a really I I'm having a really hard time because, like, I want to get enough money that I can pay people to do my taxes. 
But I also don't see how I'm going to do that with freelancing. I was supposed to say, but also you study journalism, so... And we were told on the first day that if you're there for the money, you should probably just... Study business. Yeah. (laughs) Go to the business department. (laughs) Yeah, all the fun stuff. So how's your course going? Um, Losing all hope. It's a lot. Um, I had my, uh, what I call my mid-semester breakdown this weekend which was basically me questioning. Like, it was first of all just because I had two exams in shorthand on Friday (laughs) and then um, a presentation later on the same day that I hadn't prepared because I was so stressed out by the two exams. So I had to do that in between. Mm. And then I decided, of course, I wanted to go out to sort of celebrate that all this was over, which meant that I didn't come back home until 4 a.m., where, like, at the point I'd been awake for 22 hours, which is a lot for me. Um, so it was a very, very long day, and I was completely, like, burned out for the entire weekend. And then Monday, I had a minor crisis, or, like, a pretty big crisis, where I just called up my mom, and I was like, do I really need a degree for this? <laughs> like, is it really worth it? And it was all sparked by the fact that I thought the news writing assignment I had was really, really boring. And I was like, this cannot be what is in store for me. <laughs> like, I know that this is the future for, like, when I go out of, like, journalism school, I'm going to have to go in and write these really boring stories for a publication to sort of, like, work my way up but do they have to make the degree boring as well? (laughs) Is there any way? So I had a minor crisis, but it was fine. And then yesterday, and it was funny that it sparked this because I found out suddenly that I had an extra presentation next week and an extra exam in shorthand because I most likely failed the two exams I did last week, so I'm going to have to reset it next week. And then that completely sparked, like, I can do this. Oh, okay. For some weird, strange reason. Um, and then I counted all my assignments, and I have 14 assignments for the next seven weeks. <laughs> and I also have managed to book myself out of Glasgow for three weekends. Yes, um, so... It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, but I'm also running very high on the adrenaline of, like, this is almost going to break me, but I don't think it's going to break me. So that sort of, like, haha, we'll wait and have to see... Um, I'm very excited. This whole snow thing is like really messing up my schedule though. So I'm having a a hard time with the snow. I also, I did an interview for the magazine that we did, which we did, we do. We do, thank you. Uh, Which is lidmag.com if you want to check it out. It's good, it's fun, it's audio culture. But I was doing an interview um, for a podcast with this guy, Tom Jarvis, who is head of station Radio Cali, where I also have a program, but he also has this, like, entrepreneur website kind of thing. And after it, um, we sort of, like, talked and stuff, and he suddenly said that he was going to run for student elections. I was like, oh, that's exciting. Very good. I tell him, like, I'm super busy, but everything is, like, fun projects. The next day, he texts me, and he's like, hey, like, so would you want to be on my campaign team? I know you're busy, but, you know, if you have the time, I'd love to have you on there. Mm. And I respond immediately <laughs> with a yes, of course I'll be there. Because my inner, like, wish to be chief of staff in the U.S. and, like, run an entire presidential campaign came out bursting <laughs> <laughs> of me. Wow. So, yeah. So it's going great. Um, I have plenty to do. Sounds good. Um, but I also think because I just had my mid-semester breakdown, I am ready for um, the remaining seven weeks, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah. I mean, you also don't have any Easter break. I mean, then yeah. you also finish earlier, of course. So I don't know if that's better or worse. 
I'm looking for the I think break. it's better because now I can push through. I think if I had a break in between, everything would fall, fall down. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. But we'll see. We'll see. Yes. Um, we'll see in a month. I'll return to see if I'm still like <laughs> an actual human being or just a, a shell version of myself. I believe in you. Thank you. It seems like mm, some people are also <laughs> believing in me. My mom, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you she, also could learn to say no. But whatever. It's fine. We don't talk about that. But the thing is, like, that's a difficult thing, which I think we both struggle with. Is like, these are fun projects. Yes. It's all fun things. It's all things we want to do. So it's really difficult to say no to something that you enjoy doing. Yes. Whereas I feel like, yes, I would say no to something. Yes, I would say no. But like I would say <laughs> no to something that I, I didn't think was worth my time. I think the biggest up. thing was honestly the, um, the play that I set up, which premiered yesterday. So it was amazing. Um, I was talking to some of the other like, the assistant directors, and we are just a bit sad that it's, it's a one-off play because mm-hmm. it's part of a mini festival at the university. Um, which is a bit sad because I just want to do it again. Uh, and we put so much work into... So I was stage managing, so we put so much work into doing like these labels for the soap and making it authentic 40s. So that's... Um, but now that's over, which is such a weird feeling. Mm. Um, and I think that was the biggest one. And then... At least the most yeah. like time-pressured one. Right? Yes, yes. Because it was like all like building up to this one event. Yeah, I think it's fine. Also with the strikes going on. I have to be a lot more disciplined with my reading because that's all I get from my mm. sociology lectures right now is the reading I do. So I'm trying to be a bit more thorough with that one. And I think that's a really good exercise for me. Because <laughs> maybe maybe university work has been a bit in the background yeah. for a while now. Um, but now that we're nearing the end of essays and easing slowly into examination period, it's kind of important that I have proper notes for everything. Mm. So let's move on to <laughs> today's topic. Yeah. Only... Uh, 15 minutes into today's episode. Um, but today we're actually going to talk about film for a little bit. So like perfectly fitting with your university course. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> mostly because the Glasgow Film Festival is currently on? Was, well, mm, we're it like, was it's on. fizzing out now. It's like... It ends on the 4th, I think, right? 3rd or 4th, yeah. Yeah, so it is currently on. Yeah. When we planned out this episode, I had plenty of plans to go <laughs> to this. But then, as you may have gathered, I have been a little bit busy. <laughs> um, so I've actually not made it to any of the, the Glasgow Film Theatre yeah. uh, <laughs> events at all. But you have been. Yes, so uh, it is my degree. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's not because I want to. It's just part of uni right. work, of uh, course. That's what I say to everything, though. That's why I say to every single project. But it kind of relates to my course, right? And uh, it was especially very timely because... So the main weekend was... Um, yeah, last weekend. And on Friday, Lynn Ramsey premiered her film, which is mm-hmm. called You Were Never Really Here. And Lynn, Ra- Lynn Ramsey is a Glaswegian director who I admired deeply, and it was such a great timing, <laughs> because the week before, I had finished my essay on her, what? as an auteur, what? Did uh, you bring it as, like, did you sign this essay for me? I wanted to so bad. Uh, so my film professor, this always happens when I go to a film festival in my town, uh, I always meet my film teachers, because at Cop- in Copenhagen, at the Copenhagen um, Picks, I also met my media teacher, like, three times during the festival, <laughs> She's a really big fan of, like, Glasgow as a film scene, which I think is really funny because um, she's made... Well, I mean, she's made some shorts, but then she's made one movie. Two, 
they had two films that played in Scotland and one that plays in Glasgow and all the others have been like outside <laughs> so I'm like hmm you said you like the city as a film and you don't use it yeah <laughs> she also lives in Greece <laughs> no. right so I'm like you moved quickly on but okay <laughs> no really great director and I think really like the most prominent Glaswegian auteur uh, auteur can we just talk yes. about you? Um, so before you left, before we moved, I talked about how I was expecting you to sort of become this like very posh, like Glasgow, like Glasgow Uni film person who's just gonna be like a bit of an ass like, when speaking about film. Um, now you're like throwing around fancy words like utter and I'm hanging out with my lectures <laughs> but like again these are things I did in high school I really just think I like transferred my high school personality Maybe to another city found your calling so what is an utter okay for, for uh, the commoners <laughs> for the commoners it's a it's a theory and that's I think it's just because it's in my head because that's what I wrote my yeah. essay on it's a theory that some film directors have a certain style mm-hmm. that is repeated throughout your films, so if you talk about the American author, that would often be Tarantino is like the most common example because okay. you could always recognize a Tarantino movie. So that's basically the theory, like you have some, yeah, stylistic some themes. Some trademarks. Yeah, basically. and also just like some themes, so like Lynn Ramsey um, does a lot of her films about family and people who want, want to escape, sort of. She has a very strong sense of style, I mm-hmm. guess you could say, yes. But I think that's really great because I, I don't know a terribly like, a lot of Glaswegian film directors. Um, and I didn't know she was Glaswegian before I had to, like, sit down and write my essay, and I was like, I just knew she had d- um, done We Need to Talk About Kevin. Yeah, I think I'm, so like, very cool. unaware in general of the, the Glasgow film scene. Mm. The only Glaswegian film I know is, like, Trainspotting. <laughs> Which is, yeah, plays in Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's Scottish, but it's like, not. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen a lot. I think I was also expecting to, like, I couldn't move to Glasgow without seeing Braveheart. I've done it. I've managed to not see Braveheart. I've also yes. not seen Braveheart, and I'm a film student, so I feel like... I have no inclination to see it. <laughs> but no, it doesn't. Oh, that's all, like, I've actually seen parts of it, because in my media analysis class, we see a lot of, like, because we did, like, editing and all these things, mm. and they use Braveheart as an example. Of course. So I've seen a battle scene from Braveheart. Wonderful. And I think talking about the editing it out. I think every it. film that has a battle scene, I'm like, I will probably not enjoy this film to a great extent. Really? <laughs> I I'm just so not in that. I'm, it's not even like a genre, but that type of film, like Lord of the Rings, for example. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings is like I don't like Lord of the Rings because I don't think it's a very interesting film. I don't like high fantasy in general, but I know Braveheart is not that. But just like these, but I enjoy epic like, films. I think I think that's what I don't like. Maybe. That sounds a bit weird, but... I don't like adventure. <laughs> I just want a boring life. Thank you very much. I just want like, a plain old life. Like, no, I just don't like these like very... Big yeah, adventures. Epic, like, yeah, adventures. Yeah. Like, I think it's the like the whole like, epic strong that I don't like. With the high fantasy. And not enough politics. I think because that's why Game <laughs> of Thrones works for me. Because there is like an obvious... like you could, you, It's allegorical, basically. Yeah. So it's kind of hilarious to see the parallels between. I still don't really enjoy Game of Thrones to that great of an extent, but sure. It's fine. I've seen so much of it now that I can't, like, I need to see the So last many season. people will hate us after this episode because we're, like, dissing the biggest franchises. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. So, no battle scenes for us. No, but, um, yes, I really want to recommend to, like, dive into Lynn Ramsey's films, mm-hmm. because I think they're really great, and her first film, Ratcatcher, is, um, plays in Glasgow in the 70s, and is about, um, what do you call that, like, people who, like, pick up garbage, like, garbage men? Garbage men. <laughs> no, just call it garbage men, yeah, okay, like, like, the strike of that, um, and... Do British people call it bin men? Oh, maybe. Like, that's the backdrop, backdrop of the film. Mm, it's really cool. Just made some short films before that. So if you were to pick one thing that people should see from her, yeah, film. Well, I mean, I like we need to talk about Kevin still the most. Okay. Actually, that or the newest film, which is a bit. If you've seen like Leon, I've not seen any of them. No. Okay, but like Leon, the professional, like that. Oh no! Oh, yeah. That one, yeah, okay. yeah. If you've seen that one, I feel like her newest film has some of the sort. I think you like that and you would also like I think I saw her on a ski trip in like ninth grade on the 18 hour <laughs> bus ride what a way to yeah so I, probably, I saw it on the way to Austria on my way to a trip that mm-hmm. I, I did not know at this point yet that I would manage to sprain my wrist <laughs> snowboarding because of course I was too cool to just like ski also if you hear some weird noises in the background it's uh because we're on the floor <laughs> so there's a bunch of screaming from snowball fights just outside oh, and um Everyone is in today, which means there is a bunch of noise. Um, but yeah, to move on to another <laughs> great Scottish masterpiece, mm-hmm. Outlander. Yes. The most important. <laughs> I have not seen it, have heard a lot about it. I, I read the first book, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why. Because um, I didn't like it. <laughs> and it was like a full 800, 900 pages, but I think I just got really stubborn. But you like to show. No. <laughs> you just said like a masterpiece, so I expected you to like it. I don't know. I, mm, I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's a little like too dramatic and it's super like, um, uh, it's like over romanticizing a lot of things and hmm. there is some like. Sketchiness or like it's just weird because you want it to be historically accurate. Yeah. But the kind of the whole premise of the show is that this woman, uh, Claire, is in like what is it like around like post like World War Two. She goes to Scotland with her fiance on a trip thing because mm-hmm. he's like a historian, and then she suddenly like gets like thrown back in time to older days um, oh. where everyone wears kilts and <laughs> rapes women. Um, a fun time, basically. It's a great time for women. Um, and basically, this like her fiance's ancestor that looks exactly like him is back in those times oh, and tries to those. rape her. And it's a lot. So like, of course, there's a like fantastical like mm. element to it, but also they try to do some sort of like historically accurate representation. So I don't know. I think what like I really liked about it is that it's suddenly like bringing up a lot of like Scottish places of like or names of places. Okay. So suddenly when I was on this like trip for the Radio Cali, like there was like Cabin in the Woods trip and we were driving four hours up to Glencoe. I was like recognizing Crickadoo <laughs> and like all these like names and I was like, yes, let's go to Fort William because there's like a lot of playing <laughs> things that goes on in Fort William. So I just have this tendon like this urge to see these places now. And that's why you watch it or. Cause I, no, the thing you is don't I sound don't, too excited about it. No, I I don't know what happened. I think I was really bored because I only watched the first season and a half, I think, 
because uh, my Amazon Prime membership is also running out. Um, oh shit, minus two. In two days or something. So I decided to stop it while I was still disliking it instead of feeling like I was missing out. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about it necessarily. I think there's a lot of problematic things with it. Um, mm. Yeah. I know that it's, um, they filmed some scenes near my friend's house in Falkirk. Fun fact right there. That's all I know about. That's actually all I know about. Fun fact, you have a friend whose house they're filming nearby. Oh, I like how you started to send that you have a friend. I was like, is that the fun fact? Is that the surprise? I have one friend. You have another friend. (laughs) Yes, I have two friends. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, um, I want Welcome to... Welcome to We Moved to <laughs> Where Anna makes no friends in Glasgow <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Only one in Falkirk. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just... I wanted to circle back real quick to, like, the whole... The film scene mm-hmm. in Glasgow. Because you mentioned really briefly, like, when... I don't know, like, about kind of moving here and then mm. having, like, a new scene to explore. And I just... Explore? Rem- <laughs> exploring. I've been teased relentlessly because my two of my friends came uh, two weekends ago and visited mm-hmm. and they were like, God, you need to stop picking up British words. Words? <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop bring, <laughs> picking up British words. It's so funny because like, Anna's girlfriend, Sarah, she had a standard American accent. <laughs> um, we all like went to high school together. So she had a standard American accent last year around this time of year. I visited her in York, Northern England. And she literally, like, full-on, like, took on a whole British accent. And it was the funniest thing on earth. Because, like, I speak <laughs> Danish to both of you guys. Mm. And you guys speak English with each other. So <laughs> so I only hear the Danish until, like, you guys speak to someone else. <laughs> um, so suddenly I hear Sarah, like, burst out in this, like, proper, like, posh British accent. And it was hilarious. And now, like, you are picking up on it so bad because it is, like... So, <laughs> but I so don't do it on purpose. That's the worst. No, no, thing. no. But of course, you, like, yeah. she made a conscious decision because yeah. like, she was being bullied with her American accent. <laughs> but you're uh. just picking up these like. But it's so funny because it's so American and like so international school accent. But then there's like explore. Like, <laughs> he's like just like. It's really. Weird. It's like every word with like an O in it that like it's like the O sound that you draw out. There's something with some words I've picked up and then I only use. Like, only these words mm. are sort of a bit British, and the rest is, like, this American-Danish accent. Yeah, because I also, like, picked up earlier, you said short. So, like, Maybe it's the O's, yeah. Yeah, because I think it's the O sound, but it's really interesting. <laughs> so, exploring <laughs> oh, right. the Glasgow film scene. Right, right, right. Uh, no, I just, because I, I know they do a lot for um, young indie filmmakers, actually. So, it's something I should be getting more into, uh, have not, but I... I watch from a distance which means I follow a lot of Facebook pages <laughs> essentially um, that is me my life uh, welcome to Glasgow and it makes one friend and follows at a distance <laughs> can't get too involved with anything can I uh, no, no. we're getting into some really deep like commitment issues yeah okay so. let's not let's not go there <laughs> no but um so I know for example like the student television like student television is a huge thing in um, Britain in general, which you don't have in Denmark at all, that's like, at universities, that would, that's really unheard of. I was actually surprised, like, when I researched clubs and societies about that. Um, and I also know they have these, I don't know who does, but things like Young Filmmakers Glasgow or something, where yeah. they have, like, green light nights or something, and I really want to go at some point. Cause yeah, because really I fun. remember looking it up when I was, because uh, I did the eight-week uh, film course, oh, and right. suddenly I got yeah. super into film. 
Um, I don't for know. eight weeks and then you drop for it. Eight, um, no, and then for a little while afterwards, like, cause I was can, I kind of just always thought as like film, cause like back in the day when I was twelve, I wanted to be a YouTuber. A YouTuber? That, you were ahead of your time then. When yeah, you were twelve. I know. Actually, I was ahead of my time. Cause and it's like, like more thing now, like three years ago. It's so annoying, cause like if I'd made it like YouTube, you could have. I could have been YouTube fame, you guys. Like if, cause it was just like that time where you had to do. It, it was right before the advertisement all came in. And there weren't that you many Danish the ones. And there were no Danish ones. Uh, I miss my prime, my prime time as a YouTuber. No, so I'm glad you did on that one. But um, but what I found out was basically that I wasn't fit to be a YouTuber because I didn't really enjoy being on camera. I oh, didn't yeah. enjoy like talking about myself that much. Like, <laughs> so this is why I do a podcast. He, um, no, I didn't enjoy like the whole like that I was the subject of something, mm. and I had to be the content as opposed to now. As opposed to now, um. I, I'd so much rather do something with someone else, like, because I didn't think there was enough substance in, like, I didn't have, like, because I was 12, I didn't have any opinions at that <laughs> point. I hadn't met Chomsky yet. <laughs> <laughs> and now you don't have any opinions, you have Chomsky's opinions. <laughs> exactly. Um, shout out to Chomsky, the main man. <laughs> um, that's a whole podcast for itself. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the Chomsky cast. We can do that for an uh, independence thing. Ooh, that'd like be socialist, interesting. Like Socialist Week. Stay updated on Move to Glasgow <laughs> on go, Twitter. <laughs> go socialist. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Yes. So, uh, no I didn't want to be the subject. Um, basically, so I tried to like do some other like small like music video stuff. <laughs> Decided like, oh yeah, it's very interesting hobby. I'm gonna go on to like this film course, which was like the only opportunity I had to sort of like explore it more before I went on to university. And I found out that I still really enjoyed it, so I kind of wanted to like see if I could incorporate it more. That was a really long explanation as to why I also know of the <laughs> yes, group. But it's a it's a nice anecdote. I yeah, it's like a little tangent. It. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, like, looked at all these groups, because specifically I was interested in, like, scripting. Mm, yeah. Or not, wait, no, is that called the same? It's the, like, where you read, you make sure that it's continuity, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. continuity. Con- con- continuity. Continuity, yes. Wait, what, what are you questioning here? <laughs> I was just like, wait, is continuity the right word? Yes. It is a word, yes. Continuity, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to, like, make sure that continuity, so is it scripting? I think so, yes. Okay. So I, I should notice, but I don't. I sort of like wanted to figure out what the options were because it's kind of a difficult business to get into because mm. it's so specific and they don't really need that many. So in Denmark, there's like twelve uh, oh, scripters okay. that like everyone uses on the big feature films and stuff. But um, I yeah. moved to LA then, and then I moved to Glasgow, and I completely forgot about my plans to become a scripter until now. So we're gonna explore the the mini film scene. <gasps> oh God! Um, yes, we will. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh my God! Oh dear! <laughs> no, um, that's uh, yeah. So we also have projects on for the summer. That's where like small film projects. Yes, right? I'm excited about that because, um, I know we talk a lot about oh we're so busy blah blah blah. There's so much mm. going on, but summers are usually very. Um, dull. <laughs> they are. I mean, I love summer and stuff, but I feel like. I need to have some projects to look forward to. Mm. So, and I feel like actually that's, it's better to do these film things in the summer because you don't have like, oh, but I also need to write my sociology essay, mm-hmm. which I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or, yeah, all these other commitments. Um, you yeah. don't really have that, especially since, I don't know, we just do a lot with our university, I think, as well. Yeah. So, um, it's yeah, going to be excited. fun, I think. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. But, yeah, that was just what I wanted to like say that I think it's really cool that there is this kind of young filmmaking, I don't mm. know, like scene, I guess, um, both on un- 
university but also outside because um, I mean you have that in Denmark as well I guess but it is more like centered around the film schools yeah because there are quite a few like film schools in Denmark yeah and some pretty good ones yeah yeah like it's really difficult to get into well I mean because but that's the thing like because there are so many like independent now as well where you can go like on or uh, on oh, the yeah. high school thing for example that you went mm-hmm. on so um I don't know, like, getting involved without doing an actual film production course in any... Course. In any way. Right, I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> that is a... I don't know, it seems to be easier here, I say, without having ever tried. <laughs> yeah. At least, like, to... Maybe not... It's not easier to, like, break into film as a career. But no, no, that's not what I meant to. in projects. Or just, like, yeah, even just or following on the sidelines. Yeah. I mean... The fact that that's possible is just another thing. Very as well. cool. I think you could easily shadow someone here, for example. But yeah, that's very exciting. I yeah. say that again without ever having tried. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I, I make a lot of assumptions about the film scene here, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, my, the extent I've explored so far has been going to the GFT a lot. Yeah, so like moving on to like, what are like sort of, what is like the your cinematic, your general like film viewing habits become since? Like, has it changed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because it's cheaper to go to the cinema here, I go yeah. a lot more. Um, also because, uh, are you allowed to say this on the podcast? Uh, I don't see, I don't use online streaming services anymore mm-hmm. that are in a gray zone of legality. Right. <laughs> um, so I think in general, like, I was really happy about coming here. And Netflix is so much greater mm-hmm. here than in Denmark. And then you have Amazon Prime for students for six months as well. And then films are so much cheaper to see in cinemas so yeah. they have become more legal <laughs> first of all but also just more social I guess because I do study film so we have like a chat for mm. uh, me and my friends where we just like write hey I want to go to the cinema see this and Anyone then coming yeah. yeah yeah and that's seems very I don't know open I guess and the GFT is just so nice and beautiful to be in mm. <laughs> so yeah I think when you talk about streaming, it's very interesting because, like, um, usually I'm a massive fan of streaming, but I have completely stopped streaming from Netflix because the internet doesn't really allow for it oh. in the accommodations that I stay at. It's like there's some sort of like weird block on it, blah blah blah. I don't know. It really it like works you really at all, or it just it very bad. barely works. So oh. while I had Prime, I used that, but then also like shows that I wanted to watch, like I knew I wouldn't be able to continue, so I sort of just stopped. So currently. I am watching BBC iPlayer. <laughs> but um, with I a license... I pay my license. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is really... It's surprising to a lot of people that I decided to pay my license, but I think the, um, I decided like pretty quickly that that was just an investment for me because it is approximately the same thing for a year as it would be to have a Netflix subscription. But I don't pay for my Netflix subscription is the difference. No, um, <laughs> I don't either, but I thought therefore it'd be um, yeah, good no. to, so to invest this money, this money and I think I also sort of have this like, we talk so much about how like journalists like aren't getting paid enough, aren't like it's difficult to find paid work It's and then, but also no one pays their license. Oh, but I think just from, so. th- what I know from friends is not like that they watch it and don't pay their license, it's just they don't watch it. Yeah, which is fair, then they don't have to pay yeah, their yeah, license. That's but what like, I mean. A lot of people decide to watch it and just like watch it once in a while, but then they don't pay their license. Oh, okay. Um, I know why, but I just imagine you couldn't, but of course you can. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine it would be like a block, like have you pay. Mm. But then I think also just because like it's really important to me as a journalist student, like journalism student there, I sort of like, 
emerge myself in this like whole BBC like programming because it yes. is like such a basis for how people talk like it's a lot of like culture mm. that I haven't picked up on yet which is really difficult um, when we have to like discuss a lot of like British things because we are so or at least I am super super influenced by American yes media, no no definitely I think that's a Danish which thing which means that I base like everything I do and like every assignment that I do is sort of like based off of CNN and like very American news outlets um, whereas I think it's been really good for me to sort of like go on to BBC and I started watching like um, some of like the whole like because they also have such a big like talk show um, or like quiz show culture mm-hmm. that I haven't really experienced yeah um, and I kind of dig it like, really okay because um, I'm gonna say I really hate quiz shows so oh I love it like I'm like I watch like uh, QI uh, okay. do you know that one it's no. basically like fun fact show for an hour and it's beautiful okay um, the mash report is my new favorite thing um, <laughs> it's so funny and that's like a it's like a satire news report okay thing. I might have I might like that then because mm-hmm. I really do enjoy like satirical news stuff. And then I think it's just been really good to sort of like force myself to see some of the 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 weird documentaries that come on. Um I watched uh oh, what was it called? It had the it had like the best name. Like it was the about young people who go into like what are like funeral services? <laughs> yeah, like they go into that. The or? Younger Takers. It was oh, called God. So instead of Undertakers, it was Younger Takers because he's like 17-year-olds going to like sort of like work experience placement thing in undertaking. I just want to go in like a tangent right here and say that my friend, she, uh, when she was back in Sweden, mm-hmm. she dated like I who was like going into that business. And it's so interesting. It's like, really, it was so funny to all of us. It was, it's so weird because like I never thought about that. Of course, like some people go into that industry. You have to, yeah. Like some to. people do it. Yeah. And there's this like 25 year old who started his own company and he's super ambitious about being That's an undertaker, cool. which yeah. is really interesting and then I like ended up watching this basically real life Grey's Anatomy so I'm watching like a lot more interesting things I think after because I also want to <laughs> utilize this TV license yeah no I think yeah that um, makes sense definitely and also it's the only thing that works in streaming services so and then I've been watching a lot more like Danish <laughs> TV <laughs> I also think the thing is like having like seeing BBC and stuff mm. like that uh, automatically you understand a lot more because people mm. reference other people like who are public personas so so much much. and I have to my flatmates do this and I'm always like what (laughs) who Mm -hmm. and again because you say like as a journalist student but I mean I do study tv as well sort of so I feel like I actually should know more than I do I will keep that in mind (laughs) I will evaluate this but I really I don't like quiz shows at all like they do nothing for me or you don't have to watch quiz shows no of course not it was more like it was more like just a general thing or yeah. yeah But of course, BBC has a lot more. Uh, my friend also showed me uh, clips from this. Sh- I can't remember what it's called, but like, where it's basically, um, I don't know, like not a parody of the BBC, but it's a show they do, and sort of like, The Office, but with BBC, and yeah. it's called like the postcode of where the BBC office is. Oh, I don't know. So. British listeners will definitely know what I'm talking yeah. about. But it looks really, really funny. So I feel like it would almost be mm-hmm. worth it to get the license for that. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, you should. Peaky Blinders is also on. It's also Netflix, though. Okay. But my Netflix doesn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. So that... I haven't watched not... it either way, so I just no. don't know why that's Oh, argument, I like Peaky but... Blinders, actually. Yeah. I don't understand why we can't have, like, something like Peaky Blinders as a Glass Whedon show. I don't know either. I haven't watched Peaky Blinders, <laughs> also, so... Um, Oh yeah, right. Something else that's in Glasgow. We were just talking about like with the said Outlanders. Uh, what's it called? 
No, not Love Sick. One of those like TV. Sh- it's not Please Like Me. That's Australian. God, one of those like TV shows also is a, uh, in Glasgow. It might be Love Sick. I don't know. Okay, it's. I don't think I've ever. Yeah, you you wouldn't so. know because it's a Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, I'm sorry. Because I have never been on Netflix. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, well, I don't know if it's on the. Yeah, it's on the Danish Netflix. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> you wouldn't have seen it recently, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but that also plays in Glasgow, actually. I think it plays a lot in the West End. I think it was Lustig, yes. Right, so that's a... Uh, again, you, I, I'm recommending it to you, but you can't watch it. I'll watch it, like, this summer, because we have a full, like, four-month break. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. So maybe I'll have plenty of time yeah. for then. But <laughs> also, like, maybe the place I'm going to live next year <laughs> is going to be better for streaming. Because that's also a thing that's, like, going on right now to sort of, like, circle it back uh, to what's going on in our lives. Because we are having to find places to live next year. Yeah. Um, And I have already found a place. Like, I am moving ten minutes away from here um, in a very nice ground floor apartment that's fully furnished. I'm moving in with a friend. It's very nice. Rent is beautiful. It's only 300 euros a month. Including everything except internet, and there's gonna be a washer and a dishwasher, and it is beautiful. That is um, amazing. But what is the the situation for you? Because you are moving in with a little bit of m- more bigger group. Yeah, of so we're four that are looking for a flat, and I think we have a viewing uh, sometime next week. And so one of my friends, he's also moving in with three others, and they've already found a flat. So no, it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember how m- I. Don't think I asked how much to pay rent, but I know it's definitely more than three hundred. Um, we looked at a flat at some point where it was like four hundred, and that was without yeah. bills. So I think that's I just have to accept that that's probably mm. what I'm gonna pay. Uh, also, it's definitely my fault because they were three before, and then I was like latching on, <laughs> so I feel really bad. But also, can't afford to live alone, so yeah. you know, I don't have. I only have two friends we've already established, so. I'm really excited about the viewing. I hope that we find something soon. Like I think our goal mm. is to find something for March, sort of like having that done, because April there are exams, and then after that we're gonna be scattered all mm-hmm. across, and only like that one friend from Falkirk is gonna be here. So yeah, that one friend. <laughs> it's really so. exciting to follow like what everyone is like doing next year, because I had one friend who just told me, like, oh, yeah, she was going to go to a flat viewing, but she wasn't, like, they knew they couldn't afford it. It was just sort of, like, to get out there and see more places. Mm. Then they arrived, and they're like, this place is beautiful. It's in Merchant City. Oh. Um, but also, it is, like, a full, like, 500 Yeah. A month. That's crazy. And then bills on top of that. That's so. Insane. And she's yeah. like, we can't afford it, but we took it. Whoa. So, no, but I see I can't do that because I don't have a job in mm. Glasgow. Uh, but I think most of them also so. have parents paying for them. Okay. So it was more a case of like calling parents and being like, can you pay more? Mm, yeah. Um, I would love if my, like the Danish SU would go for rent and food. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am also confident if it just goes for rent. But basically that means I can't go over that. Mm-hmm. That is like, because I do like yeah. eating. Because you do like eating. I, I enjoy the occasional meal, yes. <laughs> How bougie that might, might seem. Ooh, yes. <laughs> the Glasgow uni life. <laughs> eating, what? Well, you know, hummus. That's how you only eat hummus. <laughs> That's where the meme came from. We're just poor. <laughs> right. Um, but maybe that is all we had for today. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I feel like we've come, mentioned a lot of like, 
Yeah. Feeling she touched off the basis. Maybe the conclusion is there's really not that much. I mean, like, we haven't found... Like, I mean... Not much in, like, in pop culture. Yes, that is like, there's a, a Like, there's a big scene for it and a yeah. lot of, like, indie stuff going on. Yeah. There's not a massive, like, pop culture movement of Scottish things. I think there's a lot of potential, I want to say. There's a lot of potential. But yes, again, just want to reiterate that you should watch Lynn Mountie's poems if you're interested <laughs> right. in it. So uh, stay tuned for next month to see if I watch a Lynn Ramsey film. I doubt it. And if Emma, Emma, what? Just completely like side it's note. Wow. It's like my one friend. Yeah, I was supposed to say that's, that's actually my two friends. The one Emma and the other Emma. <laughs> everyone is called Emma here. No, if Anna finds a place to live. Yes. yes. Um, you can stay tuned uh, or like keep up to, to date with everything on our Twitter, which is at Move to Glasgow. We love hearing from all y'all <laughs> um, to contrast Anna's uh, accent All issues. of yous. <laughs> all of yous. <laughs> Ew. Um, so uh, thank you for listening in today. It was a pleasure to talk a little bit about film. <laughs>